The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. Pod. This is your home of processed cheese. Also, <laughs> it is kind of it processed is cheese. We like are a cheese slice, but but reality TV's processed cheese. Whoa, whoa. Um, what do you think of the cheese? Oh no, we'll talk about it later. Okay, the cheese baby thing. Anyway, oh yeah, I'm, into, I'm into it. I'm totally into People it. People cheesing their babies, throwing a piece of plastic cheese at their baby's face. That's not a real thing. It is. It's viral. It's, it's viral. so great. It's hilarious. Is that, is that okay? It's totally well, fine. this is the thing. It's fine. I I've like got a baby babies. Could drown. It's fine. A baby can't drown. You don't leave it on. Anyway. I started with cats. Oh, see, I don't know if I'd do it to my cats. I wouldn't, I was, I wouldn't even put a cucumber cats next to my cats. Because I know that it scares them. to the real pod. Welcome. This is a podcast about reality TV <laughs> and real life in New Zealand. We, and throwing cheese at babies, apparently. That's real life. Don't remember you like putting that in the briefing sheet. Well, there is no briefing sheet. There is no briefing We're going sheet. rogue. We are <laughs> so rogue this week. Um, we've realised in the last few weeks we can still fill up about an hour worth of chatting, even if we don't have notes. So why make notes? You know? We need to ease into our post maths life as well. Yeah. So we're easing in um, this week by recapping maths. It's gone a bit. It's kind of there's just a lot of filler at the moment, so we. We'll, I disagree. Okay, well, just let, we'll get, I'm filled up. We'll get there when we get no. there. But we also got a bit of real news this week, and we've got a bit of Max Key Corner. So we just started. So we're to talking ease. about the That's our real news, I think. Right. Anyway, well, because it hasn't started yet, I remind you, real news is like. News about reality stars or reality shows that are coming up and so on. Reality check is simply recapping. I don't yeah? actually understand what any of the segments thought, are apart well, from Max Week Corner. kind of poo in the pool? That's real news <laughs> as well. No, that's community notice board. Oh, well, it depends. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so loud. Delicious. <laughs> you haven't even had any yet. Well, I'm just you know assuming. What, you know what it tastes like. Um, we're on the Red Bulls. So are we doing real news first? Yeah, but hang on, let me do the sponsors and all oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Nando's, for your delicious chicken that we're going to eat this afternoon. Oh, and for so just excited. being delicious at all the And not just chicken. Yeah. I won't even be eating it and I'll have a fucking mean time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, so, we've, yeah, Nando's oh always epic, no matter what you order. Burgerin. Oh, my God, you just, like, invented a slogan for it. <laughs> always epic. <laughs> what? I'm just going the extra mile. <laughs> I'm looking for a job. We need to mock that up. Yeah. I often ask Courtney's to mock up things that never, <laughs> never eventuate, but this time I mean it. Sometime, one time someone made that amazing cover photo for us, for our for our page. Mm. That's right. That was that was it. Then that's the last thing anyone I feel like Sarah, Sarah Black oh, Sarah's some, done sometimes does some, some crack-up mock-up. Yeah, hang on. Dancing with the Stars is coming up again soon, so if someone in the corner wants to <gasps> whip us up a, a, wee, a new wee graphic for that, that'd be mm. great. Thanks very much. I'm going to put aside some burgerings right now because I've just realised. Imagine putting that in cheesy bread. 
Oh, shit. That's my food fantasy has just come full circle. And okay. now it's going to happen really soon. Wow. Unbelievable. I don't think it's going to be good. We'll see. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Nando's. We're looking forward to Alex's new cheesy bread burger rings taste sensation. Experiment. Social um, experiment. Speaking of social, we're on Facebook. Oh. Facebook.com forward slash The Real Pod Pod. Instagram, The Real Pod Pod. Our hashtag is The Real Pod. Our Facebook group is The Real Pod Corner. <laughs> you, you, you went from like yeah, just yeah. firing on all cylinders, yeah. coming up with slogans, doing segues, and you just suddenly just stopped dead. I blanked. <laughs> My mind wandered completely. I started thinking about Twilight because Alex and I, oh, and Duncan, uh, are going to do <laughs> Twilight. We're going to do a Twilight pod. As soon as we can figure out a time we can all do it, we're going to watch Twilight, we're going to recap it, and it's going to be a special kind of like oh so pop-up pod. Very special episode. Are we doing this just based on one person's request? No, we talked about Twilight, about that amazing scene mm, on a podcast ages that, ago, that, and then that. we were like, ah. Oh. And then, and then Demi... Message me. It was like, when's the toilet pod happening? And I'll so, do anything for dinner. That's, that, now it's a movement, eh? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> There's four laughing? people on board, us three and Demi. It's been a while since we've heard that, isn't it? I love it. We've been quite slack or distracted. No, we've been mm. recapping maths, which is like 17,000 hours a week. Yeah, it's, it's so many. We've been busy. We've done a pivot. Didn't we? What? We're down a pivot. <laughs> the pod down a pivot. <laughs> We're the one down a pivot. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Sorry, it was your street talk that threw me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> totally epic. <laughs> um, we'll turn to the stars. Should we just do that? Yeah, I've, got, I've literally got nothing else. Oh, my else. goodness. Okay. okay. I don't have anything. No, just so to say, say some names computer. and we'll give some thoughts. You don't know the final three, right? No. So we're going to hold this podcast until tomorrow morning. Sure. Yeah. This will be. This is a hot announcement. This we can't put it out t- together because we're all, we can't put it out ahead of them because it's Wednesday and we haven't actually technically legally seen the Anything. dinner party. Yeah. Tell no. Me, yeah. Of course. Tell me some names. So it's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this will be really. Well, let's start with the ones around. that everyone knows. Not Matilda, because <laughs> she got pregnant. Did she get replaced? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. she's been replaced, but by, she hasn't been replaced. I mean, by, I don't know if it's a direct replacement. Yeah. But so they just, haven't. Right. They've got numbers they need to fill. Right. And they've filled the. But numbers. they haven't sort of gone. Okay, here's they a big, big time celebrity to replace the big time celebrity. No well, way. Old mate from Sticky TV. <laughs> Walter Neelands. Walter Neelands. That's not a person. <laughs> like some of these. Like, it's oh. also not a name. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, con- I'm concerned. I want to register my. Concern level at medium hot for Walter for just the whole thing. Yeah, but oh, yeah. the thing is, I'm kind of think that perhaps our expectations will be a little lower because we don't really care about the stars. And then no, nothing. No. I just thought I need nothing. Trying to find something. Well, you're you trying to imagine there's like a rock and rodge buried amongst the contestants that we just don't see I'm just coming. I'm not even a rock and rodge. Maybe, Isn't that exciting do you know what? Me? Maybe because we don't care so much about celebrities, it'll all be about the dancing. You know, yeah. go and back to its roots. <laughs> it wasn't its roots. <laughs> dancing with the dancing. Yeah. Okay, okay. Dancing with the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so Walter, um, who else? Carolyn Taylor. So she's uh, ex what now? She's also like quite a big influencer now. Right, she's oh. like she's got a fashiony kind of Instagram. She's around. She's also ageless. I have she high so hopes for ageless. her. Well, here's the thing, though. I kind of feel like 
Shav last year was one of the best dancers, if not the best dancer of the whole season, um, but didn't get the votes despite being a massive yeah. star on Shortland Street in True. a previous mm-hmm. life and being um, like huge what now alum as well. That's right. It is all about the public, isn't it? In it the is. end, and, and, but the influencer thing's interesting because they you have influence. Carolyn, I think she's got a bit, but I don't know if it's enough. And again, it's that thing of like. But Jess Quinn had so many followers as well, you know. There's not I, I, much crossover. I don't think there is. I think people who are like really big Instagram users are really big not linear TV watchers. And that's where my concern is for William Wairua, who I think is like easily already the coolest, best dancer. He's famous for having dance moves mm-hmm. and he's massive on some kind of Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> but are the teens going to show up? Well, yeah, I reckon they will. I reckon they'll show up for, for William Wairua. Okay, she's only got 5,000 followers. That's not, that's not even real. That's not even real. That's not just there. Hello. Hi there. I've got eight and a something. What? Yeah. Okay. John she goes to events. No. Jane went to an event once. I went to like, Back in the day. That's true. She should very, be on Dancing with the... Very Christmas. You should actually be on that show. And the worst yeah. bit is two of my really good friends produce it. So tell me what's going on you there. You actually... And I keep saying to them, you could, I keep saying to them things like, "Can can you audition me? Can I be on the show?" And they're just not getting it. I <laughs> <laughs> just think you're having a laugh. I'm not though, but also I can't dance, so I'm never do it. But that's the no, kind of thing they look no, no. for. I really I saw can't you dance. Do a dance. Yeah, and I couldn't. It wasn't very good. Was and I it? liked it. I know, but it wasn't very good. <laughs> you liked it for the comedy value. It was sweet. Okay. Anyway. Um, she's definitely not an influencer at okay. 5K, sorry. Uh, so, so I'm, I don't know who I, I wouldn't, apart from William Wairua, who I just sort of know exists, mm. I don't literally know nothing of the other two, which is kind of scary. I feel like that's a Walter worry. Walter and Caro. Yeah. yeah. You know nothing of Caro? Nope. <laughs> you know nothing of really? Caro? Oh, I, know. I feel John like I've disappointed Snow. you. <laughs> can I have some blue greens? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know if you Jude can. Jude Dobson. But Jude Dobson is apparently bad. Don't talk about it. What do you mean? She was rude to Alex. Okay. She used to come in when I worked at the Lido Cinema in Epsom. And here's the thing is I can't cite specifics, which is why I feel a little uncomfortable about it. But I remember getting just a real bad vibe. No, you've got a specific You're on it. What about she the flute? She was quite shitty when we ran out of... Sh- oh, that's right. We ran out of li- um, flutes for the Lindauer. Yeah, fair enough. And she was a bit... Well, a bit- Alex sorry. is wobbling her head. <laughs> Just reminding you that it's a podcast. You know, she was a bit, what's the word? Mm. <laughs> Huffy. Huffy. Well, okay. To be fair, yeah. if you're going to be serving Linda, you've got to have flutes. It's just the rules if you're serving such we a fancy flutes, drink. But it was a busy session and we were all, you know, so what were you gonna, trying our best. So what were you going to offer her? Tumblr. Oh. And also, like, write a letter to the manager. Don't get mad at poor, poor young Alex. Don't be snotty at me, Jude. That is your real name. But who is Jude's audience? I've never listened to this. Bel- who's, her, who's going, oh, my God, Jude Dobson? Me? For she's not like You love that. She's like, they, they, they're trying to make her a comp for Susie Cato, but she's not, no like, way. in the nation's heart. Um, I I used to like Jude Dobson on, um, she did Salad Century, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. See, that's that's Jude, some she old with Jude Kirk. shit. Um, but I feel but like I, anyone who's now doing the family health diary. Ding, 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 ding. What? I don't want to say that. Is that... Does she do like she that? Yeah. That. And gore and pallid. Do you have it. fungus in your toes? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, a big reveal from Alex. What? 
Oh, no, yeah, I was going, yeah, that context, but also, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is absolutely just gone off the rails. Okay, next, next, next. Mike McRoberts. Love it. Love it. That's cool. He's big. Um, he's, he's really big. Yeah, like his body. I'm a, I am most excited so far about Manu Butterfly. Yeah, that's actually that's a great amazing. one. That's amazing. That's so cool. He is so cool. Who is that? He's a warrior. Ex-warrior. Mm. Um, but like he the, was the, nicknamed the, be- the Beast, kind of probably a tense nickname with a hindsight, but he was amazing. Like he's, He might be the Warriors' greatest ever try scorer. He's an iconic Certainly kind of a top character. Three. He's amazing. He's just a lovely man. Um, he's one of three Warriors whose names I know. Okay. What are the other ones? Sean Johnson. And? Um, the, the, the Stacey Jones. Kevin Locke. Kevin Locke. Kevin oh, Locke. Stacey Jones. Bloody hell. I got a photo of Kevin Locke. Cut. What about James? He was like barely a like starting full. He was full, really mate. good for that little minute though. He was. He was looking very promising. Then he really fell off. Anyway. Should we just do a whole podcast on Bad Warriors? <laughs> this got weird. <laughs> I was disappointed I when I saw the rugby clue. Because my huge guess, if I was casting this, is the Mad Butcher. Ooh. And it's Sorry. crazy that he's Ooh. not on this show. I mean, I know that he is maybe a bit racist. <laughs> It's okay. probably not good. <laughs> Definitely not good. Has Hills Bears been on before? Mm. She'd be amazing. Wrong network. Also, I was like, Carnor? No, I know she's not, no, I know she's wrong oh, network now, but she wasn't wrong network before. Carnor's got another show coming this year. Oh yeah. Um, if you're wondering what that weird mic thing is that's going on there is Duncan is eating off mic and then whipping the mic close to his mouth for contributions. It's pretty poor. Okay. Um, I won't do that anymore. Who else is in there? Um, some guy from the rugby. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Who that? Is there a rugby yeah, guy? Glenn, Glenn Osborne. Glenn Osborne. Is he a rugby? Yeah. Who's but, he? man, I, like, I think he, he played for, like, <coughs> North Harbour. I mean, that's... What? Glenn Osborne is not famous. Is he not in All Black? I think maybe he was, like, a brief, not particularly, like... Uh, Give me Richie or, or Dan. I mean, yeah. those are too big. But I feel like there's an in between Glenn Osborne and Richie and Dan. Like Doug Howlett would be a great oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. He likes dancing on cars. What about that guy Jeff? What's his name? Wilson. Yeah. He still plays basketball. Um... So too busy. <laughs> so too busy for dancing with the stars then. Yeah. He's playing basketball once a week at the Y. Uh, not at the Y. At oh. the North Shore Event Centre. The NSEC. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Who else? Nadia Lim. Na- oh, Nadia. Oh. She's Nadia Lim. Stop it. Yeah, that's a get. Yeah. That's a major get. But I don't know. <laughs> I watched some, I watched, they did these like promos. They've got Jess Quinn as like the social media insider now on the show. And they're filming all these little promo videos. And they did one with Nadia Lim. They'd get them to play Dance Dance Revolution. Nadia Lim was real like flat. Like, um, just as, oh. as talent. I mean, no, I've always sort of felt that way mm. about Nadia. Mm. She's like. Great cook. Great cook. Oh hell yeah! Great just hell because I mean, just because <laughs> puts ingredients in a box like no one else, oh. <laughs> and gets them out and cooks with them like no one else. Well, I'm up to I've, I'm back on the food bag. Really? Is it okay to talk about that? Yeah. No conflict with Nando's. Nando's only expect you to eat them three or four nights a week. <laughs> the rest are yours to I do with to, yeah. what you will. And after a while, you start to see your tricks, and I don't like that. You yeah. see behind the curtain. If you get the veggie one, especially. Yeah. Crack an egg on it. That's her number one. I know. Thing. Get Which, the crack an egg on it. That is good. That is good. <laughs> it is good, but I just. Yeah. Maybe that's spilling over into my concerns about her dancing. Okay. I do think she she has this kind of. Her image is 
so like broad in its appeal that it doesn't seem like it's for anyone. Like she doesn't have any kind of naughty or silly vibe. Like she's very just earnestly amazing at everything she does, and that that's um. But you know that to be fair, the show is is good at kind of pulling back the curtain and getting you. Because you kind of look at them in their real lives and out of their comfort zone and all that dorky stuff, and that's mm. where some of the fun is. Mm. Um, who, so who, <coughs> we surely haven't named everyone yet, have we? Have we? No way. No. Um, oh, Clinton Randall. I don't know who that is. Is that like another of these, the these edge, edge people? Yeah. Man, have you seen those edge promo shots? With like, oh, yeah, they're just heinous. That's everyone. There's and there's, no, then there's three more. Oh, okay, yeah. And who oh, are they? Who are Laura they? Daniel. Oh, yeah. Like it. Okay, kind of yeah. into it. Also, she's a good dancer. She's a hell of a dancer. And she's a performer, yeah. which also kind of am like illegal, but it's fine. Well, yeah. she's going to be good on the on the B roll and the, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, she'll crack jokes. She's she's a necessary addition. Mm. Who else? I don't know. I actually don't know. You're telling I me. I sent you the bloody Dropbox. Oh, did what? you? <laughs> oh, we didn't look at it because he said that he didn't And I've forgotten it. the other two. One of them I didn't know. Okay, that's not promising. A skier, a young woman skier. Oh, really? Young? We just have to stick she it looked up. young. Is she the one who won that gold, that bronze medal at the Winter Maybe. Olympics? Maybe. She's fucking cool. Um, she was actually really good talent in the interview, so they, she might work. Why do they oh, have to put Jane. in female? <laughs> female. Why not, do they have to put a female? Too many. I, oh, I'm so confused. I meant to say sports people. I didn't mean female sports. This is so Jane. bad. This Jane revealed, eh? Kick her out of on the rag 24-7, oh. I reckon. <laughs> it was an accident. Okay, let me go to my time. sent emails to you guys. I can request access. Also, I've got like 35 minutes. This is a terrible. We've got a smash into Maths at, at, at uh, 10 o'clock. This is the worst. 11 o'clock. Worst podcast we've ever my done. My phone's upside down. Oh my God. I can't even access <laughs> it now. I can't talk. I need, to, I need to, to remember who the other two oh, This is really rubbish. Lady Skier. Lady. Fuck. I'm into her. I'm into her. It was a terrible time for me to have a chip. I'll just keep Alex going. Alex isn't in the room. And, and you've only given me Lady Skier. <laughs> She's like a freestyle skier. I think she does. Like that that half pipe thing, I'm pretty sure. She was like Good on sick. Her. I think she might be like sixteen or something. Oh my God, I can't believe Probably needs like a chaperone. Kaylee. Kaylee oh! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was too loud. I'm so sorry, but my God. I can't hear anymore. Oh Can you feel me? <laughs> Extremely. That's so pretty that's cool. Kind of yeah. That's a huge, huge game. Yeah. Yeah. And Anna Wilcox. Anna Wilcox. Is the skier. I don't know if it's, I'm assuming. I'm assuming it is. There's only one. I love that there's a female sports person in there. Yeah, oh. you're obsessed with it. <laughs> but yeah, Kaylee's pretty cool. That's cool because she's like, she's just great on um, the radio and she was like a mega star. I feel like she she's a perfect classic Dancing with the Stars get. Yeah. So, okay, cool. All right. We'll be recapping it. I'll, I'll be in LA. Still going to be recapping somehow. I mean, it, we'll it starts... It it, it starts well, before I go. Yeah, but we'll we only have like a couple of episodes. How are you going to watch it? Oh, oh I've, I've already it figured it out. I've already figured thank it out. God, thank God. Yeah, I'm flying home to watch each week. Oh, easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my ways. It's all right. <clears throat> oh, God, I've not got my button ready, though. Ready? Yeah. Whoa. I am disgusted at how much you're <laughs> copying my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Reality check. Whoa. 
can't believe I left it that long time. This is a, a party bowl. pod. Okay. Me, me, Cam and Jules. Egg. Cam and, oh. I a couple of eggs. Cam and Jules, this week. Their final date they had was... Oh, we have to start with the... Oh, the commitment ceremony. Of course, it was the big dramatic commitment ceremony. Where, oh, yeah, where, bloody um, hell. All was revealed about... Oh, shit, that's right. Dan Dana. and Jess. So, Mick. Another egg, I'm sorry. Yeah. When Mick stormed off and, and like, threw into the sort of hinterlands of the production set. Yes. It was like we were looking into the... We, we were in the guts, like in the soul of the show. Like there's all this ornate um, production and this kind of veneer of the experts and then just this guy would just walk straight off into the scaffold and you're like, this this is... Like we're, we're really getting how thin <coughs> mass totally. is. It was I such never, an amazing moment. I never for a moment believed that that venue was staged in any way apart from like neither you know obviously they've dressed it with the couches and so on but I didn't imagine false walls yeah. I was just like it's just the loft it's the loft, it's just a loft space because in New Zealand it was a loft oh yeah <laughs> like, and it was not a set <laughs> but it was amazing also Mick's cry oh that was I, that God, got me I felt sick yeah, it was awful sick for Mick for sure but also <laughs> she I mean Jess is a, just she is not an empath no. That girl was really seriously effing some shiz up and <laughs> and some people Chased. and she did it but she didn't yeah. even feel like she's just smooking the whole time. Yeah. Doesn't really even well. like she's like, Oh, I feel bad hurting people. No, you don't. Even Dan like Dan going, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. His, sorry. his <laughs> whispered so sorry. As if she like but it was that was such a classic example of the apology that is tended intended to like staunch your own wounds. Mm. Like he was, what he was saying was, "Please tell me that it's okay." Yeah, like yeah. that's why he's whispering it. Yeah. He just yeah. wants her to put his hand, her hand on his leg, and say, "Look, it's fine. It's not, you know." Yeah, and it's, it's just like, amazing. And, and the, and the way be, that he hurried through it, like, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," as she started saying it, like he had like, not quick, had a chance. Yeah, but also like, <laughs> "Don't say anything. Don't say anything. I'm sorry. If I can stop you from saying whatever you're going to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry." Yeah, and but it didn't work. But can I say, I feel like. Much less, I don't know, it's much less bad what happened between Tamara and Dan, even though it's still bad, than Nick and Jess. Just because of the length of time Nick and Jess were together. Mick and Jess. Just because of the length of time that they were together. Yeah. And she really, really... She imprisoned him on the show. She imprisoned him on the show for weeks. And that was amazing, just shooting way ahead to the dinner party, which which is the sort of slip (gasps) of the tongue comes out. And, like, she's never been made to reckon with... The fact, like with that, and it's it's just brutal. Like the, mm. it, it still shocks me that you, you could be filmed the whole time and then be like, "I'm going to brazenly lie and see how this works out." <laughs> I mean, it's good to know that you can. Well, you can to a point, but can you? Mm. <laughs> um, now she, um, she was. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. <clears throat> Someone else say yes. something. I can't do anything else interesting. It was, it was all about no, them. No, it was all about them. I wanted Tamara to be more mad. Yeah. And I feel, because she came over, she was on the project, and she was just like, I'm happy, I'm living my best I life. I don't think she cared about him. So but Isn't it, like, humiliating? Yeah. Wouldn't you be so angry? Yeah, and I think that was why, the, the, the amount of mad that she was was because of that aspect of it. She actually said, I don't care that you're with her or that you guys are together, I just don't. 
like the fact that you lied, which is fair enough. But I think it was way worse for, mm. for Mick because he actually did have feelings for Jess at one point and she humiliated him in front of a whole group of what were now his close friends. Mm. Um, whereas Tamara, I mean, I've forgotten her already. Yeah. Also, I think she was very much in that I'm being filmed and the best thing for me to do in the situation is just to keep it together. No, oh, she shouldn't have. I yeah. have well, we, we wanted it for the TV, but you sort of understand why, like, having, like, footage of Mick crying, extremely justified, but mm. that will probably be a thing that he sees for the rest of his life, you know, as a, and whatever his relationship to the footage in the moment is, like, that's just kind of, mm. you can understand why someone would want to, being as exposed as you are on the show, kind of contain when you're just thrust into this bizarre moment, which very genuinely neither of them seem to see coming. Yeah. That was what was weird to me as well. I was like, how do you... I mean, kind of power to them for keeping it a secret in a world where everyone's <laughs> talking about everything. Mm. Remember early on, Ning was like, I saw them in the sauna about Sam and Innes and mm. stuff. Mm. But they were brazen, they're brazenly lying. Like It, it yeah. shows you the power of just looking someone dead in the eye and lying to mm. them. Mm. We should do. It. We, we should, should all do lying. it more yeah. often. <laughs> I mean, it makes for more interesting TV. Maybe we'll make for more interesting life. That's true, guys. I'm not going to LA. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, Thanks, good Jane. day. I'm yeah. sticking around. Podcast is saved. Yeah, I'll never be sad again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the dinner party. <laughs> um, okay, so what else happened? Ning said that she was going to leave because she's oh, that's right. basically because she's scared of falling in love or something or she th- it was kind of a, a a nice way of saying she was going to leave she wanted to leave because she was crying and she was sad about it and she felt that Mark deserved better and then he was like he kind of swooped in I think she want I think she wrote leave wanting him to write stay mm. and fight for the relationship I, I, yeah I think she does leave as a sort of protection mechanism knowing that it's unlikely that you know it basically gives her the ability to kind of be rescued or or Kind of have have a wall up, but also stay in it. But I think Mark obviously got super irritated by it mm. and resisted some very strong overtures up the tree. <laughs> there was no. Oh, it was so good. F-U-C-K-I-N-G up there. Whoa. Oh man. Okay. Blue pod. Anyway, so that was the that was the commitment ceremony. Um, let's move on. Cam and Jules' first date is to the place where they got married. He fakes a proposal, which was super stink. Oh, yeah. That was shit house. He didn't do that on purpose, though, right? He yeah, just... no, he did. Really? He, yeah, he totally did. I thought he just got in too far and realised he kind of overshot, overshot it a bit. Nah. <laughs> and he has a bracelet. I think he even mentioned it, that it was funny. Oh, okay. So. But anyway, he got his bracelet from Shh Secrets, who oh. obviously are the sponsors of, um, you know, like the jewellery sponsors. So I didn't know. Have you heard of this place? I Never. Think, I think there's one in Sylvia Park. Well, there used to be. Anyway, the whole thing is that it looks like diamonds, but it's not diamonds. That's oh. why it's shh. Oh, I was like, shh. Secrets. So how much does that set you back? I don't know. Well, if it was diamonds, it would bucks. have been crazy. Oh, if it was diamonds, it would have been a hell of a lot of money. But I don't know. I don't know about, like, does that mean all the rings are not? Are they fakies mm. as well? So is that the whole thing? It's like it's just shh. cubic zirconia. Shh, secrets. Or is, it re- or is it like those lab diamonds? I don't know. Why don't you know? We haven't seen secrets on screen before this, have we? He went went to buy them. He went to buy the the bracelet from there. 
Hmm. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. That was too much. All the final dates were way too much. What do it you was mean? two people with the guitar singing. I so loved awkward. it. Do you know what it reminded me of? It was like The Bachelor. It's like awkward bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the boat. Tikitano playing the barn. (laughs) Totally. But it's just so uncomfortable. I guess Jules and Cam are very much that like fairy tale. Oh, they so are. You know whose fairy tale is bloody Michael? Like he he looks incredible sometimes. Like he <laughs> yeah, looks like he he's does. he's like it's at like the dinner Disney party. Prince. Yeah, he looked like he was from the Princess Bride. Mm. Like mm. he was going to start playing a lute or something. The new hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, like with the little, little wispy bits. bits. Holy yeah. fuck! Yeah, he's turning that, some looks to be that, sure. <laughs> that funny little collar, what one or what that was? Mm. He's he's come out best of a all lot of this. Velvet, yeah, in yeah. terms of star power. And also he protected Martha like all the other lads are just like the, the girls are going for it and, and it's just kind of tense and horrible and they're just sort of Dan's going oh apart from when he has this giant tension I'm so far ahead I'm sorry You're I'm so sorry so I'm sorry, sorry. So cut ahead. me out cut me out just but delete me from the pod cancelled okay <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Heidi oh my this god this is a lot uh, should we save them should we save them should we go through some other boring no let, let, let's do it like okay. we, we'll, like, dive in okay so we they, they first of all they start off with that partner spot with Jess for, oh, for that's right. that partner swap date, and and they kind of hash their shit out, and he says he wanted to humiliate her, which is so nice. It's so Take her down a peg. What a lovely character he is. My responsibility. Yeah, totally. Uh, like, Judge so Mikey. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, jo- uh, Jess is obviously. I mean, she's a creature, but he is. <laughs> he's kind of like the the wrong person to be putting her in his in her place because he's so unlikable as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if it was Jules or Cam sitting down and, and talking to Jess and kind of like trying to get her to see the you know the ramifications of her actions, that would be different. It'd be yeah. boring. But Mike is just I don't know. You he makes you feel sorry for Jess. Yeah. Oh, extremely. <laughs> he's still. He's the, my most loved. Oh, he's the worst. Uh, despite all the things that have happened. Massively. He's up there, Massively. right? Yeah, because he's so manipulative about the way he works. He's so manipulative, it's insane. Can I play you a shocking... Oh, no, I guess we'll talk about more. Okay. But I've been talking... I don't know if we talked about it on the pod if I was talking to it with Joe, but we're wondering, like, we see Mike for who he is. The experts don't seem to. Does the broader audience, like... Is he coming across as badly as we actually think? Or is he, like, so kind of in this weird grey zone? I think that he probably, to the bulk of the audience, and probably particularly to men, is coming across as a good guy. I think that... No, not not a pure good guy. Not a pure good guy, but, like... Guy who's dealing with a... He's dealing with a difficult lady. female. And And I think when the experts come along and they kind of also take that view with him, that's that's all the... Um, validation he, he needs and the audience needs to say, oh, yeah, he's an all right bloke. I think that we're probably just more attuned. I have some compelling evidence from media personality Brody Kane on her Instagram. Whoa. I'm not starting a media stash here. This is just me trying to find how other people are responding. Oh, wait. What? People always stick up for a wahine when a wahine needs to be stuck up for. But Heidi on maths. Oh. Would she stop moaning about everything? So, like, he takes her on a boat. She's like, mm, it's because he loves boats. Then he wants to climb up there and he wants her to go up there. Oh, he just wants to make it all about himself. Fuck, I'll go on the boat. Jeez. Okay. I, I'm kind wow. of like, first of all, I'm really surprised at Brody Kane. Her delivery. I, I feel I like know. I have a, Last time I saw her, she was reading sports on the news. What has happened? <laughs> 
Oh, she's, yeah, she's pretty. She unleashes on her Insta stories a lot. But I was just like taken aback. It's just a completely different reading. Okay, one, she's told Mike that she hates boats and hates heights, right? Mm. And his thing is not like, it's not like, hey, I know you don't like boats, but I thought we'd put you out of your comfort zone if you're prepared to. I've booked this boat. You know, let's go. It's and... like Hayden and Belle all over again. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Except for that, he fully made her go through with it. And then she, it, she's just hurt because it's that classic. The thing with Hayden and Belle is their relationship didn't get anywhere near as far as mm. Mike and Heidi's. Mm. By this point, he should at least be kind of aware that one of her triggers is not being considered. Her feelings and her thoughts not being taken into consideration. And that's and then he based the whole final date around that. And And he's... Up there, basically, like, what's wrong with you? You suck, you know. Like, like, oh, look yeah. at me! I'm this giant, cool man. <laughs> She's down there, like, literally trying to shrink herself. Mm. She was wearing those, um, and also not nausea legs. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing. But I don't even think she was like moaning. She was just there, and she was like, "I'm not doing that." But also, <laughs> I, don't like I think she this. was hurt. I think she was hurt by the fact that he booked a boat date, knowing that she hates boats, and that's that's. That's probably just set the tone for the whole date. She probably doesn't mm. feel like taking a part of in all his great crazy adventures after that. Yeah. It, it just sort of sums him up that, that he where, wherever he sees weakness in someone else, where he happens to consider himself, not actually have a streak there, but just consider himself strong there, then he will just sort of flex and pose and, and lord it over them and try and make them feel like they're whatever they're sort of particular kind of hang up in that area is just is the worst possible thing in the world and the source of all their problems and that was just it in a kind of very visual sense. Do you know what? He's a troll. He trolls Heidi. Mm. He does. He like tries, mm. he finds points to make her kind of lose the plot and then she gets upset and you've got to remember these are not isolated incidents. This has been going it's on and on yeah. through the whole relationship. And then he's, you know, so she's there saying, look, I don't know if this is going to work. We've got to make this big decision. And he starts going, what can I do? What can I do? Um, you know, I want to make this work. Anyway, they go to bed on it. She wakes up the next morning and, and is feeling bad because she's worried she's going to lose him. She regrets everything she said the night before. And he's suddenly like, oh, it might be too late now. Oh. Well, and also, so she she apologises for that night and for a particular strand of her behaviour. He should be apologising. And he takes that <laughs> as you have just owned every flaw in our relationship. And I have had very little. He literally said, I've had very little. It was so infuriating. That section and then how he used that, weaponised it against Mm. her at the dinner party. And patronised her being like, I'm so proud of you for finally seeing the light. Here's how the conversation went. I just wanted to talk to you about yesterday. This is what she's saying to him. It was our final day. It was important. I woke up this morning. I feel so much regret. I really regret last night. I was terrified. I was scared. But what's scarier is not being with you. You're amazing. Wow. And uh, I'm not going to keep, and I'm not going to keep going, oh, you have to change this, you have to change that. I'm just going to love you as you are, and that's enough for me. I want you in my life. And the thought of not having you in my life, are you going to be kind to me, though? That's what he says to her. He interrupts her. Oh, my God. Of course, she says. So you acknowledge you haven't been, he says. And then she tries to explain that she's been doing a a bit of self-sabotaging. And then he's like, oh, boy, I started thinking it was me there for a while. I'm just glad you've come to this realisation. It's just huge. I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of you oh, for realising that I'm, I'm perfect you. and you are the flawed one. It's pretty late in the game to be doing this. I mean, it could have been something really special, something exciting without any of the stuff that's been happening between us. So he's basically blaming her, saying if you hadn't been doing all this shit that you're now admitting to, 
um, then we could have been special, but we're not, and it's your fault. He's like a monster. He actually is. He is a monster. And that's why when Jess like sniggered while he was trying to make a a, a sort of a big romantic speech or. or I just loved it. Do you, like, remember, yes. do you remember early yes, on yes. in the season when he, when he was talking about Jess' fake lips and stuff and way back, mm. way back when? That's so fake. So fake. Um, do you remember, I think we chatted about the idea that I thought perhaps those two were going to hook up. There was a vibe yeah. there that one time when he was encouraging her to have sex with, with Mac yeah. Yeah. where it felt like he was doing that so he could raise, going to have the sort of sexy yeah. combo. So apparently there are rumours doing the rounds that there, there was something between them. She's denied it, obviously, but it would explain why suddenly their relationship got so toxic mm. so quick between mm. Jess and Mike. And also when she said at the dinner party, I've got stuff on you, you don't want me to be telling. Do you remember she's that? She's stuff on That's everyone. Right. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that we know she tried it on with Nick as well. So, I mean, she was looked like she Probably was all over the place. pretty indiscriminate. <laughs> I don't know. And didn't oh. she, I think that she at some point said, talked about how attractive he was. Maybe in the very early, you know, when they're kind of going around and trying. Maybe. Maybe I've invented that. We have watched 150. So much. But maybe so that's why hours. she's sniggering. Like, she just thinks he's, he's full of shit. Yeah. And then she called mm. him a pig. She was like, you're a pig. Yeah. Yeah. And it just seems so. And I'm certain that what she said at, at dinner about um, mm. that, that he That's said true. that he wasn't, I'm certain that was true. Mm. And and he knew. And he even his denials were sort of deflections rather than out mm. and out. So um, that would have happened on their, their mix and match date? No, well, no, earlier that evening, the evening, I think, evening. in the cocktail oh. party. Yeah. Mm. They must have had some oh, sort of. Oh, he's such a shithead. He is such a shithead. Yeah. I think we're all agreed that Mike's the worst and that Brodie Kane has serious judgment <laughs> issues. With for all liking. that said, <laughs> it was quite funny when there was that big soaring shot of him in the like crow's nest of the boat. So good. Like Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> with just his like, wife crushed beneath him. That was an iconic <laughs> shot. It's the classic, the story that's happening between Heidi and Mike and what's happened with people like Brodie Kane who take on that point of view is that classic crazy ex-girlfriend thing. Mm. It's mm. like mm. you literally mm. made her crazy. Like you made her behave the way she did and all you did. He, he keeps such a kind of calm tone the whole way that he's saying these awful things Yeah, mm. that he comes across as the guy who's like, you know, keeping chill while mm. she's getting hysterical. It's, yeah, it's uh, he's just talking it's, philosophy. It's tell as old as time. <laughs> okay, Mark and Ning. Um, um, a treehouse of horrors. Oh. <laughs> Final date in a treehouse in the Blue Mountains where they have a super bubbly bubble bath but no sex. Yeah. That yeah. was a hell of a bubble, bubbly bubble bath, by the way. It was so quite bubbly. frothy. Um, so, oh, yeah. Jess just and Dan. Just what about, hold on, one more thing. The next morning of Mark and Ning, yeah. nothing happened. And it just cut to like him going, you want ham and cheese in that? <laughs> I was like, yes, please. That, that, that's a delicious breakfast. It is. I do a variation on that for Mother's Day every year. Really? Yep. What's your variation? Just cheese? <laughs> no, I, 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 fry, I cook bacon in a frying pan. Oh, good. Congratulations. <laughs> um, and it's delicious. I use like camembert. But I think wow. the, the croissant with. Um, Things in. Yeah, it's, it's a hell of you know, croissant with cheese, coke, delicious. Oh, so I was good, like, yeah. well done, Mac, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who says you're not? No, it didn't give me six, but gave her a ham and cheese croissant. And I tell you which one I'd rather have. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Definitely the croissant. Okay, Jess and Dan. Jess has married herself off to Dan. She loves him. She tells him that at dinner. 
during the honesty box. Fuck, that was so hard. Oh, God. I love the experts, like, going, <gasps> when that happened. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. It was like they're trying to dive oh. through the TV to stop it. <laughs> I reckon that they, they um, played it up to be more than it is. I reckon when he, I reckon that he, I reckon they both is into each other. Nah, I reckon they are. Well, they were. Mm, damn, <laughs> she, like, Yeah, I know. I just think that it's all a big charade, though, because charade? Charade? Charade. Facade? That's what she Facade. Facade. <laughs> Tomato. Um, anyway, I just think that they've kind of, you know, because he did come back and say, oh, yeah, I, I think I love you too. And then she was like, think? Or, and I was like, yeah, no, 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 I love you. And I was just like. Love you. It was a long pause. Though. It was a long pause, a long but it was pause. a tally pause. No. Was it a tally pause? It was uh... Dan's Maybe a Maybe Dan's pauser. just a slow man. Here's what I think. I don't think Jess loves him. And I don't think he loves her, but I think she thinks she loves him, and I think he thinks he's feeling some things that are like love. Mm. I think he, I think she, she definitely thinks she loves him, and he thinks that to execute his Ponsky scheme, <laughs> he needs to <laughs> ride this train as far as it goes. Yeah. And if that means lying about his feelings. <laughs> uh, Dan's eruption after the, the big melee was, uh, was, was pretty good, though. We finally found his limit. What was that? Oh, that's right, because no, he saw a side of her. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, because yeah, he basically is like, out now. Oh, I he's, completely he's forgot He's had enough day six. Mm. He's, he's finished with that's it. What it's I was... making love, actually. That's what I... multiple times. <laughs> making love, actually, is a great name for a movie. <laughs> a Behind d- the scenes, d- d- your d- favourite d- Christmas <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um, okay, so I... Th- I yeah, interesting. I completely forgot about that, but... Um, that whole idea of him seeing a side of her that he didn't like was what I thought was will be happening with Michael and Martha when Michael watches back the television and sees what Martha's been like behind the scenes. But then, mm. at the dinner party, he defends Martha. Now, I, I understand that it wasn't probably very nice what Jill said about women and girls, but Martha's relentless defence of Jess. Yeah. But you've got to do that with your mates. Not... Not the way she does, though. I don't know. Because I think... She's she's, quite aggressive with that. She also has, you know, like you hear her kind of almost talking badly about Jess, you know, in the cocktail hour, but when they're talking about, oh, you know, she shouldn't... Oh, the the way that it played out at the commitment ceremony, da-da-da-da. But then she... I don't know. I just think Martha's really two-faced. She's got that face mask. I think Michael's too good for her. Yeah, of course he is. He's too good for this world. He did too many things on their final date, though, I thought. Oh, he did so many things. Okay, they... (laughs) This was was a Bachelor-style date. Yeah. The movie (gasps) theatre showing him... Oh, yeah. Movie theatre showing her all the messages from her loved ones. And then they went out for dinner. He had the seashell with their names engraved in it. Gave her the earrings. Earrings? Yeah. Yeah. Secret. <laughs> and then um, we found the new voice of Secret. <laughs> and then they had a little, little fight. Yeah, what was that? About? I don't understand oh, what the fights are about. Yeah, it wasn't really a fight. And she doesn't know if he he likes just going to the local restaurant too much, and she she likes going to like the fancy restaurant. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like it's a real problem. The fact yeah. that she's going to have to pick the restaurants <laughs> and the movies. Um, so yeah, they're fine. They're fine. That's just fake drama. Fake news, mate. Mm. At the dinner party, um, Martha calls Ning and Jules and Heidi self-righteous. Which I think is probably, like, that that woman and girls 
thing that she's setting up, I think, is a is a, I, the line was amazing. She mm. delivered it like it was a movie line, but then when she got into explaining it, it sort of lost a lot she of its power. Explain, yeah, yeah. I do like it when Jules has clearly had a few wines. Yeah, and she just starts getting involved. Normally, yeah. she's like real cool about it. She's done it a couple of times at the last dinner parties. I'm kind of into it, but yeah. It's been righteous. But the thing is, if if those self righteous old ladies didn't <laughs> didn't pull Jess up on some of the stuff, all we'd have is thirty one, thirty seven, and thirty eight. All we'd have is Mike pulling her up, and that doesn't mm. that doesn't help. Yeah. So it was it's quite good, I think, to have Ning sort of saying, "Hey, what about this?" And Jules going, "Oh, hang on, that maths doesn't work. You've been together for three weeks," and they were annoyed by that because they care about Nick, Nick Mick. Mick. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Mick's their mate. Yeah. So anyway. But the, imagine that woman-girls line. You could imagine Mike saying something like that, right? And it just being the most like <laughs> thing in the whole world. Yeah, but it's, she, but it was cool. It so, was, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Jules gets a pass. <laughs> Jules totally gets a pass. <laughs> and she's had to sit through some shit, you know. Yeah, I just think Martha could have come off this whole season like a, a sparkling good person if she hadn't gotten so embroiled in everyone else's shit. Like she's got a good relationship. Mm. But also. I, I actually like when I, I think Martha could have a career out the back of this. Like, like, like she she could be a good host of Talking Married, for example, because she seems to sort of understand the game. She she has this clarity about her perspective. You might not necessarily agree with it, but I think she sort of stays with that perspective the whole way through. Mm. And I like that. Like, it would be quite shit for Jess if she was just completely isolated and had four the four other women just just going at her. I, 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 I'm I'm fine with with Martha. Okay, she's seven. Look, no. Imagine though, what? And this is if I was in that dinner table, I, this is what I would have said with the power of hindsight and seeing everything that I've seen. Imagine if that was you, Martha. Imagine if that had happened to you and your husband had been sneaking around behind your back and making you stick around for three weeks. How would you feel about it? That Martha would not cope if that had happened to her. Obviously, we can't imagine oh, it because Michael's devoted. Yeah. But if it was the exact same situation, like a partner mm. that she was kind of into but not that into, but then they were sneaking around and went off weeks and weeks and weeks, the kind of person that Martha is, her whole family would come down to that dinner table. Mm. Yeah. That should imagine if it happened That's to Cyril. I would be terrible. <laughs> Everyone would be dead. <laughs> Martha was just like, this is the way that they chose to do it. So what if they snuck around for three weeks? That's just mm. their way of finding... We're all here to find love. That's just the way they chose to do it. Yeah. She's that a was bit detached. Reasoning. She's also like, when she was trying to justify it earlier to Mick... She was like one step away from saying, "This is a TV show. This is what happens." Like when she's like, "We're in a social experiment. You say, you know mm. what you sign oh, up yeah, for." Yeah, yeah. And she was really close to just. I feel like she's got this weird kind of detachment, which probably is like kind of what you're saying, mm. where she understands that they're characters, but like in the moment, in a way that the rest of them don't. I get that of. was a bad Martha moment. Like that was a bad time to have that conversation so because bad. Was it, like, it was an appropriate time. <laughs> but, but I think the fundamental assumption, like there is a coherent worldview that she stays with the whole time, and I, mm. I appreciate it because yeah. everyone else is kind of basically caught up in the this sort of faux drama of, of the experiment, and, and she's like, "Look, you're, you're just you're gonna, you go into this a certain kind of person and you get just spat out of it and you've got to kind of get what you can. Mm. And I think that that's a very valid perspective. might not necessarily be mine, but I think the fact that she just holds it, that I, I kind of appreciate. I think it's sort of necessary within the show. Okay. Mm. Um, we've talked about Jess giggling at Mike and Heidi. That's it, really. 
That's it. We, so we, 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 we washed up. We washed up. Mike and Heidi are in a bit of trouble. Yeah. Dan and Jess could be in trouble. Jules nah. and Cam Dan are and Jess fine. are done. I'm sure. You reckon? Yeah, Dan's nah. going to ditch her at the altar 100%. I reckon I would bet my I, life on I, I, I mean, I, you've already seen spoilers. No, no, no. I haven't. I don't know what happens to them. Um, I don't know what happens to them either. But I feel like they've dramatised that more than it probably is. I, I reckon he can get over it. She'll just say, babe, you might as well. babe. Give him more of a chance. Um, Mark and Ning. Yeah, done. I really want them to work out, but it doesn't. I'm just sort of bored with them and Heidi and Mike. Like, Heidi at this and point, Mike. They're just the, the, the cyclical nature of it and the fact that it never seems to advance or resolve. Okay, so Cam and Jules are definitely going to stay together. Forever. Mm-hmm. Michael and Martha are going to stay together for a bit. Six months. Jess and Dan, you say no, I say yes. I say yes. Um, Mark and Ning, sadly no. Is that everyone? Oh, Mike and Heidi. I think they might stay together out of the experiment, but they will not stay together for long. M- Mike, Mike's just going to say yes just to spite Jess <laughs> and then continue to like torture Heidi and it's going to be horrible. I can, imagine, be in I can imagine as well that Mike really enjo- will enjoy the fame that comes out of all of this. So mm-hmm. I think that's, like a f- that's a good reason to stay with her because as long as you're still with someone, then the media interest is still there and the public interest is still there. I, I, I think... All the guys apart from Michael are in it for having a lovely time in the Instagram DMs out the back of it. Even Mark? Yeah, especially Mark. Mark was Cleo Bachelor of the Year nominee. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like 1945. I love that ex-army. It's like, (laughs) what, did you just walk past a recruiting place? I don't know if if I buy ex-army. Like, why why not just say a personal trainer? I mean, it sounds really tough, but... Like, you haven't done three tours of duty. <laughs> You're a freaking Cleo Bachelor of the Year. Did it say that in is that his profile? It's a constant thing, oh. his ex-army. Weird. Yeah. It's real funny. He should, he doesn't I'm talk, ex-army. He doesn't talk about them all much, does he? <laughs> Just goes down the RSA. <laughs> all right, are we done then with that? Yeah. Okay, so what have we got? We've got a whole week left of, what have they got left to do? So I think there's two episodes of Final Vows. Yeah. And then there's a, we have a week off, and then there's the reunion. Oh, we have a week off. Unless New Zealand is going to cram it all. I reckon yeah, New Zealand might just bang, bang it out over four. Because yep. dancing. Dancing starts the following weekend. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe we So I think we might go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which would be... I oh, love that. Good. The reunion looks amazing. Is it just one episode? It's two. And it's everyone back? Everyone. Great. You, have you, you've seen the promo? Oh, no. you need to watch the promo in the Real Pod Corner. It's okay. astounding. I will. But for now... Like and subscribe. Max Key Corner. I know. 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 I what the fuck's happening to See the Pomsky? Pomsky? Bruno? Just... John? I guess so. The, the ex-girlfriend that he got it with? Mm. Renee? I'll find out. Um, so Max is taking his abs overseas in a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> He's backpacking. <laughs> He's flying business class. Is he? Yeah. He said that. Yeah. No, he had a photo of him sitting in business class. That's just not very backpacker. It's a lot of people have yeah. said that. It's a lot of people have said He's that. He's just going to go and sit on an inflatable and all the different seas. And then he's come in home. San Francisco. 
That's where he started life. I don't think it's really goodbye to Max. It's just uh, he's overseas. Yeah, it's we're just Max get on more, tour. Yeah, we're going to get some, you know, interesting Max content. But I'm worried about what it means for Celebrity Treasure Island. Well, mm. I think he's not on it. In which case, I'd Unless it's already myself. been shot. It's already <laughs> been shot. <laughs> Your whole family? I don't think so. Today is the day, finally the day. I've officially quit my job. Believe it or not, I actually had one the whole time. I, I don't believe it. <laughs> don't believe it. <laughs> Packed my bags, tidied my room, for you, Mum, and am set for the adventure of a lifetime. I'm excited, nervous, and ready to take on the world. Now, last time he went on his big away, he went for four weeks. Remember, he wrote, he, he had yeah, that, he like, made, and he created great art. He made a music video, and he spoke about how much he learned about himself when he went to Ibiza or wherever it was. The demise of social media. And the demise of social media. Um, can't wait. So he's going to get a full album out of this. He's going to get a lot, and I, for one, can't wait to see it. So this Prediction, is not, he's going to come home like... Uh, sing a songwriter with oh a guitar. He's going to do an acoustic album. Oh Is he going to grow his hair? Yeah. And oh. a, his beard, like a wispy sort of um, surfer songwriter beard. <laughs> and he's never going to wear a top. He's just going to walk. I mean, he's already he's halfway there, but he's going to change out his ripped jeans for Body like, hair? But a body hair, you reckon? Bodies. But a body hair? Bodies. Or like those, those like, baggy like, you know, like Don- Donovan Gen- Franken writer style. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Donovan Fedora. <laughs> Check that on. <laughs> oh, Can we get this mocked up? Like, like, <laughs> like what we just described. But, but New Zealanders <laughs> love that. Love we that. love that. We yeah. We'll get him. He can support Jack Johnson. Mm-hmm. It'll be yeah. so good. He can tour the surf spots, play the Corriglen Cor- Tavern. <laughs> if that's how he wants, if he wants to be famous, that's the way to do it. So soulful now. He's got like a little, um, I'm just looking at all his get up, okay, his travelling get up. So he's got a. Um, a black New York Yankees cap on, all black. He's got black, everything's black. I'll just say that. He's got a, a Tawi Kathmandu backpack thing, then he's got a, a smaller backpack <laughs> on his back. He's wearing a black hoodie. He's got an Adidas over the shoulder, little pouch. little man pouch type situation going on there. <laughs> so I guess for his passport and his phone. Um, ripped jeans, um, some black shoes, black kind of, not. <laughs> Full socks. This new section of the pod this is, is great. Amazing. Do you like it? What's he wearing? He's got so- they're not like sockets, but they're they're not <laughs> the ankle socks. The ankle yeah. socks. The ankle socks. Like you can see a little bit of yeah, sock. Yeah. 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 That's what I wear. John Key's ankle socks are longer than your usual. <laughs> yeah, but they're the similar sort of a style. I gotta go. I don't even know. <laughs> I just I do. I don't know if Brian's wearing it's been socks. Lovely. <laughs> Is Cairo um, wearing socks? Cairo's the nowhere inside. But he's got his <laughs> white, genuine. his Beats by Dre headphones for his backpacking mm, journey. Popper, yeah. yeah. Popper yeah. contrast. Look at that Bye, landscaping. Duncan. See you, Dunk. Bye, my Anyway, so I guess that's the end of our podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tina. Um, thanks, Nando's. And we do apologise for, for everything. I think probably I should write down some notes next time. We'll see. Okay. Let us know in the corner. <laughs> Send in your selfies. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye. Bye. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. 
Kia ora e te iwi, te Ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.